Welcome to Tidolo. Oh, good again. Welcome to Tidolo. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> You're killing <laughs> What's me, bro. good with you, bro? <laughs> yeah. Hey, drink some more beer. TV podcast here, uh, Super Bowl week, Super Bowl preview. Um, wow, last NFL game of the year. So I'm sad. I know, I know. But we got B in the building, we got K Morg. Um, let's start with our drink of the day, our Golden Road drink of the day. Uh, B, what are you sipping on? I'm just drinking Corona. Okay. On tap from the uh, Fired Up Bar and Grill down the street. It's pretty good. Corona on tap. I'm a more bottle Corona guy. I agree. No, I'm I'm with you there. I, I'd rather have it in the bottle. Long neck Corona bottle, something about it. I don't know. Nothing lime better. or no lime? Lime. Always. Either way. Lime. One, it doesn't matter. Lime in the bottle. Always. Ryan Fleming's rule is never have a, a lime or a lemon in your drink because you always got to be prepared to chug it. That was his rule. He doesn't drink anymore, but that was his rule. Never even heard that before. That's interesting. Yeah, interesting. no, you can't, have a, you can't have a lime in there. You got to chug. Yeah, true. Well... Golden Road drink of the day is our Corona on draft. So let's get into it. We had a before we get into the Super Bowl, we had a freaking busy week of NFL. Um, Deshaun Watson demands a trade last week, right after the podcast. Um, right after we knew it was going to happen. He's, he's kind of coming out, but it was official. Demanded a trade right after they hired the coach, which we didn't even talk about. That coach, who is that guy? There's been a ton of weird coaching moves um, this year, actually. You know, Ravens uh, coordinator uh, defense, I think. I don't even know who he is. No, Greg Roman was. Oh. I, I This is a Ravens guy. This is yeah. a Ravens guy. Uh, he, has a, he, has a good, he has a good resume. He's been in the league a while. I think they wanted someone like – it was kind of like a Joe Judge hire that the Giants did last year. Kind right. of had a left field, but looking for that structure, I think. And I don't – Deshaun Watson wanted one coach. And he said even if they yeah. hired – uh, BME, they're not, BME, yeah. they're not gonna, he wasn't even gonna stay, so yeah, he was fed up. But why isn't BME getting a job? I don't understand what's going on with that. Andy Reid was is, like, Are there even any jobs available? No, no not that's anymore. it, that's, that's a wrap. It. That's a wrap. That's done. Yeah, Lions, they're Holy done. They hired shit. the coordinator for the so same enemy goes without another year. I mean, last year people were saying he needed a job, and yeah, hey, but, wh- a job. but why not? He's gonna end up with two rings, he's gonna have. Uh, amazing career. He's gonna be, you know, offense coordinator for Mahomes. It just stay, doesn't make sense. Maybe why. maybe he's Andy Reid's successor, and he just wants Mahomes forever. I mean, that's a, but it's not his choice. You know, what I mean, it's not his choice. He's not getting jobs. He's been trying to get these jobs. He interviewed for the Falcons job. He could be turned. I, I thought Falcons. I I didn't think he, the Texans were gonna hire him unless they repaired a relationship I with Watson. Chargers, I thought Chargers were going to be his landing spot, actually. Okay, for yeah, a little Herbert action. Yeah, I thought Herbert Falcons Mahomes. was the, the spot for me, actually, but um, they went offense coordinator Titans, mm-hmm. um, which they've had success. Matt LaFleur is a you know offense coordinator from the Titans, has having success, so I think they see that, too. But that, is, that is crazy, though. It's a, I mean, he's been the number one. Three years. It's yeah, been three years. three years. He's been, like, the number one assistant and that everyone's used, talked about. Every excuse has come out. You know, he doesn't call plays. He doesn't do well in interviews. Which but, is kind of valid because but we talked not, about But there's not because it. there's multiple coaches that have been hired the last few years who haven't called plays. I think there was two guys this year <clears> who were OCs who did not call plays that just got hired as head coaches. Yeah, the, Saint, like, the Saints, then the Lions. Zach Taylor. The Lions, a uh, new coach. He didn't call plays for New Orleans. 
So. No, he can't. Oh yeah, yeah, right. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, and there's someone. There's another one too. So I, I, well, it's fair. It's just because Andy Reid gets a lot of the credit for a lot of things. Like we said, that the big nuts player of the week last week was Andy Reid for the you know for that call on yeah. a fourth down yeah. against the Browns. It was Andy Reid that got the credit, not the enemy. Yeah. So well, how much credit can you give him? I it's don't just know. it's bizarre. It's a bizarre. I mean, I, I do think he deserves a job. It's just. It's but just, we're also I don't like know why. on the outside looking in. We're not in an interview room, right? Yeah. So who knows what the GMs actually want in that interview room in that process? But that was a long time thing too. Is that he wasn't good in the interview process? Oh really? That was that was that they kept saying that. But and and this kind of falls on Andy Reid a little bit. Like how's your how's your boy not have a job already? There's, he's got to be doing something wrong. No, because Andy Reid's got the biggest coaching tree there is. I mean, it's exactly. Not like, so one of his one of their better better coordinators throughout his career. There's got to be job. an underlining issue. There has to. I don't be. know. Especially like, I thought the Bengals were going to hire him two years ago because he was a former Bengal. Like the Bengals should back, still right? hire. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> sure. uh, I like Zach. All right. Yeah. Give him another chance. But um, let's talk Watson though. I mean, Watson demands a trade. Yeah. I mean, it's like official. He's like. Making it a scene now. Yeah. yeah I mean, where I, I hate that. Well, I think last week or two weeks ago, two weeks ago, I said, I think, long story short, he'll play in Houston this year. To where now I feel like even if Houston doesn't trade him, I think he sits out this year. He even like, said. He's like done. They said Houston. they're not trading him. Well, his, his agent. Yeah, but they didn't say that. They said that golf. Too, his agent you know? came out and said that they deny the sitting for OTAs and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he gets traded. I think he gets know. traded too. I, I think, think he gets traded, especially after the Stafford thing. We're going to talk well, about you in wanna, a second. Yeah, yeah, you want to do this before the draft because this is the draft to grab a quarterback in the first. There's five potentials yeah. um, that could be, you know, the face of your franchise. So if you're resetting, if that's what you're doing, you're resetting, you're clearing cap space, you're gathering picks, which you have not been doing. You've been kind of like all selling out, selling your draft picks for Watson, and it didn't work out, right? So that's what Bill O'Brien did. He tried. <laughs> I mean, he got him a left tackle. He got him some more weapons. Yeah. It, it but didn't then, work. And then he goes and trade Hopkins, Hopkins yeah. for a running back, which is, you know, but, running backs are not as valued as a number one receiver. No. So based on where we're at today, from the last conversation we had about Watson, which was about two weeks ago, has, our, has anyone's opinion changed or where you think he's going to end up? I mean, I had the Jets or the Dolphins. I think someone had the Niners. Well, I said I said Texans. I saw. I thought you the relationship would mend. Now yeah. I'm at the point where I think the Jets are the most likely landing I, spot. I considering said how many first round picks they have and Sam Darnold. Yeah. I think that's the most likely landing spot for him right now. I, I said Jets and uh, one of the NFC North teams, um, which yeah. The Probably line, not, obviously count, not Lions anymore. Count the Lions out. They yeah. gave up their, their capital, really. Bears are still in play in Vikings. Bear, I think Bears are in play. If I they could the find a, a way to not send Nick Foles to Texans, because they can't take that contract. They can't. Um, a report right before we just started is Raiders eyeing Watson. Three-way trade. They got draft um, picks. And that's what I'm saying, a three-way trade, because the Texans can't take a big quarterback contract. They can't. They can't do it. Um, so, th- well, if they, they gave up Watsons, they, they could. Yeah, but that's, they, that's what they, they're, they're still, trying to get rid no, of. No, they're, right. sti- they're still that. over the cap. Yeah, they're still their cap like, is JJ's gone. Like their it's cap possible. Is awful. And yeah, I saw the report earlier. I didn't see that the Raiders trying to get Watson, but I saw the report that they're listening to offers, trade offers for Derek Carr, that potentially. Hmm. So not necessarily they wanted Watson, but they're fielding offers. Gruden for Carr. loves Deshaun Watson. Loves him. I could see it, but at the same time, what are you giving up? You're your fault is not on offense. 
It's your your fault. Your been def- your last four years. The Raiders' defense is horrid. But so he, you're gonna give up all your draft picks for what? The same record? Yeah. Well, I mean, John Gruden doesn't give a shit about defense. We've seen that. Yeah. I mean, they did. They signed some. Like, in fairness, they signed a bunch of guys on defense last year that just underperformed. Like, didn't pan out. Yeah. Were shitty. But yeah, Littleton was played terrible. I, I just get don't it. see a scenario where they can make it work with him going to the Raiders. And I, I the Bears are gonna try. I don't see a scenario where they. It's going to have to be one of those rookie quarterbacks to get on a rookie deal. So that's why I like I like Jets and, and Dolphins because they could they could take Sam Darnold or Tua, yeah, both on rookie contracts. Sam still has another year, and you gain early capital in this year's draft. Where if you didn't want Sam or Tua, you could get Justin or Zach Wilson. So yeah. it's I think those are the two likely scenarios. It came out. I don't know if the report's true. It came out Watson would like to be at one of those destinations. Yeah, he which said, New York did. New York, yeah, New York didn't make a ton of sense. But I like the culture change. I like the coaching. I, I think that has a big part to do with it. I think Robert Snay coaching change, culture change makes a lot of sense for Watson. Like revamp yeah. everything, revamp career, revamp just kind of this whole just shitty off season that's kind of get happening right now. I, I think it's in the best interest actually for the Texans to trade him away right now. I do too because I think kind of what the just connotation that's happening with it is if you don't trade him and you hold out make him hold out then you look like a shitty franchise like you don't take care of your players almost like and that that just means like players aren't going to want to sign with you in the future they're in a tough situation honestly i don't necessarily agree with that but i agree with this like i agree they need to trade him but i think they're doing the right thing on this the the point there or their stand they're going on where they're saying we're not trading him because yeah, you got to do that to until you got to do that until that offer comes. Well, yeah, yeah, they're they're playing. I want a ton of everything. It's the same until exact, they get it. It's the same exact scenario that happened with Carson Palmer and the Bengals, where Palmer said, "I'm out. I'm not playing. I'm not playing." Yeah. And the Bengals kept saying, "We're not trading you." Yeah, we're, we're like, trading. "Yeah, we're not. We're yeah, not trading." And they ended up trading them, and they got two ones. It'll happen from the Raiders. Yeah. What what kind of offer do we think is going to be realistic for the Texans I to think trade them? The only, like what's, what's actually realistic? I think here? the only realistic option that helps with cap and then helps another team. Obviously, Watson helps a lot of teams. Of course, but like close, like they get Watson, they're fighting Mahomes. I think the Dolphins trade to a two first, including pick th- was it three. Um, from the te- three, from three, the Texans yeah, from back, the te- give it back to them. Um, I think <laughs> that makes the best scenario for the Dolphins and Texans. So Tex- you're saying Miami gives up a two ones, two uh, and two uh, and and possibly I heard a defensive player, but I don't think I don't think they'll get that. Yeah. So you think two ones and two gets? It I think two ones think and two gets, gets the it. Texans. Do the Texans agree to that? I think they have I think, to. I think you throw in a three. Yeah. A two or a three. A set. I threw you throw. They in wanted. One two, more. They wanted two ones. And either two starters, Defensive starters, yeah, or Defensive or they can go starters. two ones, uh, two yes. twos, two either. twos. But I heard that the uh, Houston's out on Tua, like maybe inside the organization they do not value. But Tua. it's it's a rookie contract. It is right, and a guy that like he'll go start for you next year, and that's and unless, see what you got. Yeah, see what you got. See what see you got. You got. You're, it's, you're in an obvious rebuild. If you trade away Deshaun John, Deshaun Watson, you're in an obvious rebuild. I think. Yeah, you're no not. You're two out. to five what, years. Two, out. See what he's got. See what two has got. I think. I it, would. I think it takes two ones, a player, and a two. I think that gets it done. I think that, but it has to yeah. be a good player. It's got to yeah. be a good. It's got to be a starter. It's got to be a player. Like it's got to be a starter. Almost Pro Bowl caliber. I don't think that high. Or a QB. Yeah. Like no, I think like. I just think it needs to be a player. Like I don't, it doesn't need to be like 
it needs to be a starter at some point. So yeah. like, or you have to throw another pick. So it's either like, for the Bears instance, it's like you have to. I think they'll ask for one of their defensive stars. Yeah, um, one of them. Either mm-hmm. that being uh, Fuller, Mac, Akeem Hicks, Floyd Hicks is actually a name not talked about. That that's a I just, good one. But that's a, the cap is the big thing with the Texans. They got to get rid of if they're going to make this move. They have to put themselves yeah. in a better position, money wise. They're saying two defensive starters, but where's the money? They right. need draft capital. You, you can't you can't take Khalil Mack's contract on. You need the draft no. cap. No, you can't. You yeah. need the draft capital. So that's why I think Dolphins, Jets make the most sense. And then you can grab one of those quarterbacks for your bridge. Or Sam Darnold could just be your dude if you want to trade for him. But I'm not against it. I'm not against it. But do you think that that is too much asking? Like, if you're the Jets or you're the Dolphins, do you take those trades? See, I'm not. If I'm the Dolphins, I do. If I'm the Dolphins, I do in a heartbeat. You're 10, you're 10 you're, wins. Yeah. With Tua slash a fourth quarter Fitzpatrick. Yeah, they won 10 wins last year. Like, yeah. get, you get Watson on the field. Uh, you get you have Parker, Gusecki. You have some, ready-made team. Yeah. The Jets. The defense is ready. If I'm the Jets, I wouldn't, personally. They have so much potential draft-wise. Sam Darnold's not a bad quarterback, in my opinion, actually. He's a good quarterback. I'm actually with B. B's a big Sam Darnold guy. He has glimpses. He was hurt. He's banged up this year. But he's got glimpses of being a ball player, Yeah, honestly. I'm not against... And Jets have a ton of draft picks. A ton of like, draft picks. We're talking, like, four first-round draft picks in the next two ra- two drafts. I'm not off sta- uh, Sam Darnold. Like, I think he can play a little bit. I really do. I think Darnold's okay. Um but if you have a chance to get your quarterback, I think I probably do it. But I'm a little less than I am with Miami. If I'm Miami, like you're one piece away. You should do it. Yeah. yeah. The Jets or the Niners. The Niners. The I don't, Jets aren't one piece away. I don't know what they could give. The Niners could give because they they would have to get rid of a Jimmy contract and stuff. But Niners and Dolphins are are a Watson away from winning a. Super and the Bears Bowl. are too. Let's be real. Eh. They re-signed yeah. Allen Robinson. They got a good running back. You get Deshaun yeah. Watson. Your deal, and I heard Carolina's big on it too. We have someone Matt, we talked about. Yeah, Matt, that is that is the outside Carol- team looking and take in. On a te- te- take on Bridgewater, you know. Matt, so that's Rule, a big contract too. Matt Rule wants huge, Watson, but yeah, I think he wants Watson. I think he wants Watson. I mean, who doesn't want Watson? Let's be real about it. Twenty-seven teams want Watson. You know, I heard an interesting four teams one. could do it. I heard an interesting one, and it was just a rumor. There's no like traction behind it, but Cleveland. Like Cleveland, fans. I did hear that. I don't know how realistic. That uh, there's is, no though. way they can. Their their capital. They have no money yeah, left. I, I don't know how realistic. That's that also is. in in the Texans' eyes. That's also a team I say yes right away. Yeah. Baker, I mean, you get Baker and, and first round picks. Take it. Yeah. Yeah. I see that. But I they, they can't afford that contract. I don't think Cleveland can make that work. They'd have to give up like Olivier Vernon. They'd have to give up some other big pieces. Yeah. But moving on, uh, the big news. Bombshell dropped Saturday night at like 6 p.m. local time. Um, Stafford gets traded to the Rams. They get the trade goes Stafford for Jared Goff, two number ones and a number three. Gal- wow! I- wow! 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 This was crazy. It shocked. It shocked us. I mean, I was pretty shocked. We had some instincts that the Rams might be moving off for Jared Goff. Yeah. It came the, out that... There's some comments. I'm not shocked. I was. I said it on the podcast two weeks ago. I said the Rams make moves. I said they were going to be in the in the boat for Deshaun Watson. But no one saw this shit happening. With Stafford, with that, like, this soon? I knew the Rams... And the price. All the comments, and all the, the comments tag. that were being made after the playoff game and 
leading up to but it. But the price tag on Stafford, I was assuming at first, clear cut, that, hey, we're moving on, you want to move on, mm-hmm. we're going to get a first-round pick, call it a day. Call it a day. I th- well, that's why everyone's like, hey, Colts are going to give up, what, 20? If you look deep 20 at something, 26? If you, look, if you look deep at the trade, well, first, let me get your guys' thoughts. Good trade or bad trade, just one word. For who? For or who 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 won the trade? That's what, sorry, that's what I'm more asking. I'm I'm gonna say Rams. We okay. argued about this, and a lot of people don't agree with me. I'm gonna say Rams. Your window for winning closes fast, and that they sold out to win. They're in a playoff game in Lambeau. Didn't get it done, partially because of they couldn't open the offense, and. You know, obviously the defense can't stop Rodgers. That's besides the point. You're a win-now organization. McVay and Snead, job is now on the line. Yeah. Before it wasn't. They're they're going through the motions. They're a good team. They went to playoffs the last two to three years. They're going through the motions. Now it's on the line. They gave up the future again, which they sold out for Jalen Ramsey. So now they did it one more time and gave up a guy they just extended two years ago. Right. A fat contract. Yeah. So now it's like, hey, we made a mistake. We got a quarterback that will win us a Super Bowl, and you have to do it. But I like it. I, you guys sell out win. I like the trade for the Rams. I think K. Morgan has a different kind of – you're on the other side of it. Lions won the trade. Lions won the trade hands down, in my opinion. I put a lot of – look at Aaron Donald – Jalen Ramsey. Where were those guys drafted? First fucking round. Yeah. They just accumulated dra- first fucking round players. I understand that it's more of a risk in a way and in a sense, but Stafford's moving on. They didn't win him a Super Bowl. Move on. Lions, that's fine. They're mutually yeah. parting ways. You get Jared Goff, who I don't like that move so much for the Lions because they're still going to be somewhat mediocre. They're not going to be terrible where they're going to get like great draft picks. They're still going to be okay to average. Goff's an average quarterback, in my opinion, to below average. You know, So they're going to be average at best next year. But accumulating draft picks does everything. And I and I and we argued about this when it happened between us. But I always said the Herschel Walker trade changed the Cowboys organization as a whole. They got like three first-round draft picks for a running yeah. back, a number one overall pick. And they were able to draft Troy Aikman, Emmett Smith, left tackle, and like change the organization immediately. And I understand that's but risk. you miss and a lot. You miss a lot. But it's in the yeah. first round, you're not going to miss as much as you miss. Yeah, you, you know. do. You still do. Sure, of course. Jamarcus but. Russell's and some no, of those No, but, but even we can go to more recent where it's very similar trade. The, okay? the Niners did that a few years ago. The fucking... But the Rams had two had first round picks. traded draft picks to get Jared Goff at number one overall and fucked it up. Yeah, oh, I mean, like I, I'm not... And they t- to the Titans, I they, believe, if I'm not incorrect. Up. And the Titans are now a playoff team consistently. But look at the Bears. The Bears trade everything to the Raiders for Khalil Mack. The Bears are in the playoffs this year. The Raiders fuck up three first-round picks. Okay, they don't pretty, have pretty three much. Fucked up. They're not going know, anywhere. But it's not like the Bears are like Jay, no. Up. Jacob, the Bears are in the Jacob's playoffs. Not fucked. Okay, they got one. Really, they really got one back. right. They got one. Abram is a bum. And Farrell is is an absolute bum. It's a bum. So, I loved I loved him in Clemson too. Early but on. that's what I'm saying. It's like it's that I'm I'm with B. I'm one of the few that is on the Rams on this because you have a top two defense in the league. Not even a top five. Top two defense actually. And number, not two. Yeah, the number one defense last year. And you have a chance to get Stafford and go win now. I'm all in on and it. You you have Woods under contract, Cup under contract, Higby under contract, Akers a rookie who shined at the end of the year. That is 
the best core. I'm not saying weapon because he had Megatron. That's the best core of weapons Stafford's ever had. Yeah. He has the best coach he's ever had and the best defense he's ever had. So there's no you tell me Stafford. Stafford there's, yeah. Stafford was stuck in Detroit. Now, if Stafford goes and wins 12 games, they go and win a playoff game and say they don't win the Super Bowl, Stafford wins. 100%. The Lions win. No, Stafford wins. <laughs> Stafford wins in this trade. It shows Personally. that. Personally? It, it, it shows that Stafford was held back in Detroit but the Rams sure. have to win a Super Bowl in three years within three years yeah, or, go I mean, to, or go to one they gotta, have to be in they one. have to be I mean they, they have to do that that's that's for sure the trade doesn't look as bad because the reason they had to give up the other number one is because the Lions are eating that fat ass contract they're eating Goff. Goff's contract so it, oh, yeah. it works its way out so you give up a one they have to eat the contract which if you're the Rams you're like okay let's do it the word the Rams fucked up is they just kept putting value into golf, trying to hope that he was there. They traded five picks to get him, yeah, yeah. draft yeah. him. Then they trade another four. I saw someone who was like nine total picks that they've spent on Jared Goff. And mm-hmm. it's like, that's a fuck up. Like, that's for sure but a bad name, beat. name one of those picks that have panned out for no, Washington. Okay, I don't have those I, picks in my head, but I guarantee you that some of those fucking picks are good. But here's <laughs> guarantee the, it. The thing with the, the picks, I think people put way too much value into draft picks. I agree. It's too much of a risk. Like it, it really. If you hit, then yeah. But I mean, look at Kevin. His example he just used of the Cowboys, which was in the early '90s, and they haven't. That's one been, of the biggest trades of all time, though. But, but there's been those trades the fucking, all the all, every year. The fucking pro those bowlers. trades happen every those year. Those trades though. happen every look year. Look at Pro Bowlers every fucking year. Those are first round fucking picks. But, Majority of them, but the, for sure, are first round picks. But not, I mean, not all the time. And that's the that's the thing. More so than not. But is the point. Are we going to skip over like your Niners missed tr- dramatically? Oh, Solomon Thomas, fine. But no, when you had the two, uh, the two first in one draft, you got the linebacker. Alex Smith. No, you got the middle linebacker from Bama who's in the beating up. Oh, his Ruben Foster. Ruben Foster. But he was a dude. But still, like <laughs> until he was like an idiot. Th- that's the thing is like you don't you know you're gonna draft talent, but you don't know what you're getting when you draft someone. You know exactly what you, you're getting out of Matt Stafford. You can the get the Rams know exactly what, what they're getting. You can get the two pro ballers and and say they're not quarterbacks, right? You can get two pro ballers and it doesn't help your team as much as getting Matt Stafford does. When your team's complete already. I would say, but here's the thing is, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, both first-round draft picks, right? They alone, not alone, obviously, but without a fucking good quarterback this year, went to the playoffs, right? Stafford didn't go to the playoffs this year. So what is that telling you? Okay, but, uh, let, let, but let's There's break down. a lot down. that goes into Of course, into that. Of course. But absolutely. But, it's, but the Rams still. didn't draft Jalen Ramsey. Okay, but, so like, but he's had, still a, one of the best corners in the league in the, and a first-round draft pick. But look at Jacksonville. Let's see what Jacksonville does now. They've got a ton. Yeah, exactly. Let's, let's see, what see what Jackson, they do. Let's see. In five let's years. And Jets. Okay, let's say four years. That's fair. Because <laughs> you're saying Stafford will be gone. No, Stafford will be there. Okay. Four years. He's only 32 years old. Sure. Four years. Who's going to be the better team, the Rams or the Lions? The Rams or Lions? In, in say, four, four years. Four years. Rams are the more sure bet. And that's because what they have a better quarterback. Then that's, then that's a that's a win for the, the but Rams. But the Jags are better than the Rams in four years. There's well, too much question big, mark for that. And no, not really. They get Trevor Lawrence. That's a that's bet. not the that's, Jags can fuck up a wet dream though. They don't. Okay, they, but regardless, back to that conversation. The Rams are a sh- more sure bet right now because they have a better quarterback, of course. But 
as the Rams proved, if you build around a quarterback like a Jared Goff or the Niners did around a Jimmy Garoppolo, you can go to the Super Bowl with great fucking talent you, around him. The but as is, of right now, of course you're going to take the Rams. But I personally take value in drafting multiple first-round picks over what I'm going to get in Matt Stafford. You can't miss. If you're, if you, The thing is, if you have multiple first-round picks, you can't miss. And you ate the Goff contract. You can't miss. You can't miss. You just can't miss. The Raiders miss. Look what they're at. They, they're they're, they're not in a good one, place. They're one to three games from playoffs, except for this year. This is a tough AFC year. They're close to the playoffs, and they've missed multiple first-round picks in a row. Like, what is that telling you? And they're spending tons of money in free agency. Well, okay, the Raiders are a different story because no one in their fucking mind thought Damon Arnett should have been a first-round fucking pick, But that was completely different. But the regardless like, is— If you draft this happens, well and to your fucking ability, you should be you should get fucking great talent. This, happens, this draft last year had insane talent top to bottom. Yeah. Like, the amount of talent in this last year draft yeah, was the fucking Packers unbelievable. And the Packers took a quarterback. That's this, a waste. But this happens every year where there's multiple first-round picks, and more times than not, someone one of those picks is fucked up. Like, it is. I mean, look at all those years with Bill Belichick when they're going to the Super Bowl with the Patriots. They traded away picks every single year. They're like, fuck it. We don't need – like, they were trading on first-round picks And I think the Rams year. are in that situation where, like, hey, we're good enough to be back in the playoffs. No, trust me. Now, I respect now we the have Rams. Quarterback. I respect the Rams because what – what we've seen with Sean McVay since he's been there, they go after talent, and I respect that because he understands that I need this to be better to win, mm-hmm. and I respect that. But I think in the long run, the Lions won the trade. We'll see. I we'll mean, see. It's I something mean, to pan out. It's a, definitely a big trade right before the Super Bowl. This happened, but uh, the Lions do, or the Rams do this every year, and I respect it. They get they they realize that okay, if we had a better quarterback, we we probably beat Green Bay in that game because our defense played well for the most part. I thought, and actually, the offense played well. If we have a better quarterback that can force the ball downfield, we might win that game. Or so I, I get that. Or be close, sure. But they're in yeah. that ball game. Good for them. I mean, they're giving themselves a, tro- a shot. I, right. I like it. A shot. They're giving themselves a shot in the next two years. And you got to expect Brady's not going to play forever. So, Drew Brees is gone. So you guys Rogers are not going to play forever. You guys are obviously on the Rams in this trade. Yeah. So the Rams were a, a top four team in the NFC this year. Mm-hmm. Arguably the top three, you know, give or take. Are they now the best team in the NFC, given this trade? It's close. I, I think they give us a huge run for our money, especially another year of Akers, which he I looked think good. they got to be the Super Bowl favorite to me at the NFC. Wow. I think he Stafford is that much better than Goff, though. He is. He is. And he, he's he's his Woods and Cup. I'm t- Strictly fantasy purposes. You're taking Woods and Cup. Woods and Cup became <laughs> second-round draft picks. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, May well, 3rd. Um, so early, we're going to have some other, other QBs on the move. It's, it's going to be a long uh, offseason with long, QBs, I think. The, it's it's we crazy. Were, we were looking at numbers the other day. I think all, like 16 is not unrealistic, given what we have just saw. That's already two teams. We know Watson's moving. But like we said potentially 16 like teams changes. might have a new, new starting quarterback next year. Is that over, under? What do you think? I would say under, but not by much. Yeah, it's I, be close. I would say it's close. Um, in the group we're talking. I say eleven to thirteen. So is Schefter a realistic said eighteen. Number. They said eighteen. Schefter said eighteen. He said I might take the over, and I said oh, that's crazy. That's we broke too it much. down. Sixteen is not that's crazy. I think like fourteen is probably what I think. Well, you got to add nuts. You got to assume Drew is gone. You got to take yeah. some some factors in. Drew, Brady could walk off into the sunset. There's some maybes. You know I mean? Like you got Kirk and. Minnesota, like that's obviously a maybe. Uh, the Bears situation, the Bears situation with Trubisky, Saints situation, the Niners situation, uh, Panthers, the Panthers, Matt Rule not being sold on Teddy, the Raiders now. I mean, I, mean, I, I, I feel like it's always the Raiders. 
Raiders. Yeah, we didn't even count the Raiders. We didn't even talk about them. Yeah, I mean, there's just all kinds of. Like, even teams that drafted QBs last year, like Tua in Miami. Yeah. Teams Miami. that you think draft a quarterback third overall are going to be in a quarterback conversation. Jets. I never thought the Jets would move on from Sam Darnold for, like, nothing really. We'll, fucking we'll see. So, we'll keep you updated. It's too hard to get into all that right now. But as it goes, uh, we'll give you guys updates. Um, let's move on to the big game. We got Super Bowl this weekend. Uh, we're here, boys. We're at the Super Bowl. Uh, we made it this year. Um, long year, but... Regardless, we're here. Um, big matchup. We have the GOAT, Tom Brady, going up against the up-and-comer, Patty Mahomes. Um, I want to start with the individual matchups. What one matchup on the field are we, guys, are we, are we looking at in this game um, between the two, these two teams? I like um, whoever they try to put on Travis Kelsey. Uh, Devin White is fast enough. They have... Um, Winfield Jr., the rookie, yeah. could go and guard really him the good. game. Uh, if they take away Kelsey, they have a, a legit shot at winning. Mm-hmm. A legit shot at winning. Yeah. Um, I, if they, the Niners almost did, and then we know how the different the end, story. The different end win. My we, favorite, my personal matchup that I think it will come down to actually is going to be: Can the Chiefs' defensive line get to Tom Brady? Yeah, I think that's the biggest matchup. Uh, Bucks offensive line have played a lot better as of late. They've gotten healthy midway through the year. The Bears were able to get to them, and that's how they end up winning the ball games. That's how the Bucks had lose ball games. Is the Rams were able to get to Tom Brady when they lost on Monday Night Football. I think if the Chiefs can get to Tom Brady, that's the matchup that I think is going to be the biggest impact on this game. I, I mean, I like both defenses in this game, but I mean, let's be real. It might be whoever has the ball last. Yeah, it could be. I like. Um... I think the matchup to look out for for me is that run defense for the Bucks against those running backs for in that running game for Kansas City, because Kansas City is you know they're aired out, but they like to run the ball and they they like to start establish the run. So if they establish that run early with Clyde and Le'Veon Bell, then I think the Bucks are in trouble. But the Bucks run defense is like number one in they're really one good. in football. So and if they, they can they, shut down the run, it's going to make it difficult. Hey, they, they got after Aaron Rodgers, and if JPP plays like that. In the yeah. Super Bowl uh, and, and Shaq Barrett on the other side, yeah, Sue in the middle, Sue Bucks, in the middle, Bucks D, man. Devin White. They, they're real. They're legit. They're secondary suspect to an extent. They yeah, they have some ta- they have some yeah. talent. Um, but golly, I just think who gets the ball last, man. Really, we watched this game. Basically, I mean, there's obviously different, way different factors. But the NFC or the AFC Championship two years ago, mm-hmm. Mahomes Brady. We had that Frank Clark offsides on yeah. that pick. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, that's the game I always revert back to. And I know Brady's on a different team, and it's not a Belichick team, but they feel like it. They kind of feel like it. This defense is playing the best at the at the right moments. And Brady made the plays when he needed to that's against true. the Packers. That's I mean, true. So, so we'll see. I want every, what, Who's our one difference maker? If you got one player in this game who thinks to make a big play somewhere along the line, who are you guys going with to make that play? Um, I like I, I said him earlier. I like Devin White and what he did in the NFC Championship. Um, the checkdowns, all playoffs, he was all over against check the Saints. Downs. He was unbelievable. There was no yards after catch from running backs down on on the third look, fourth look, checkdowns. He's fast. He's all over the field. And if he's, he's and the the well. Chiefs like mixing in a lot of screens, trickery, and if they can't they can't get past Devin White, they they might lose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy, you guys got to know who I'm going with. It's my guy, yeah, Honey Badger. Yeah, it's the yeah. Honey Badger. 
you don't know me, you know I'm picking the honey badger. Um, he's he's all pro again. He's 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 just like the ultimate just like role player in the middle of the field for them. Man, he can cover anybody. He blitzes off the edge. He's a great in coverage. He's just an absolute dude. I love the honey badger. I think if he's he's by far the best playmaker on the field, both sides of the ball. I I mean I was I had a receiver on mine on both sides, uh, but I'm gonna go with um, Cole Hardman Jr. because Oof. he yeah. returns kicks, returns punts, and that, the fuck out of punts, and that's though. what I mean. If he if he does something <laughs> stupid like that, but he can also be that guy who takes oh, it, it to the house, the house and end around, and yeah. yeah, he can make a big play on offense. Mahomes likes him because th- it's going to be obvious what they're going to do. They're going to go safety over the top with Tyreek at all times. They're going to try to shut Tyreek down. They're going to put a safety on Kelsey with a a spy on some sort, try to take him out early. Okay, so it's going to be one of those other guys. Is it? You know, Damian Williams, is it a um, Hardman? What do you got? And then on the other side, I think it's Chris Godwin because I think Breland's going to be matched up on Evans most of the day. So if Chris Godwin has a big day. that rookie corner? Um, what's a, what's a rookie oh, corner Sneed? name? For the, yeah, Sneed. Sneed, He's Sneed good. might be on Godwin. So that's a big matchup there. For so nervous. I think what, whoever, I think honestly, whoever has a better, better game might be the side of the game of Hardman or Godwin's Godwin. a kind of drop machine this year. He is. He is. And then those but two Nicole guys. Nicole Hardman fumbled the shit out of the ball again in the punt last yeah, week. So, so those guys know. have kind of up and down years. So we'll see. So uh, let's get into the game. Let's go into our game picks and our score. So, um, wow, Super Bowl. Super Bowl picks. <laughs> Super Bowl picks. We're here. B, what do you got? Uh, I said it week four. <laughs> I'll never bet against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Um, I got. I actually like the minus three. Um, I like Chiefs, and I and I like I said I like the Chiefs to get the ball late, score, win by a touchdown. Um, Brady in the second half of the Packer game looked terrible. Yeah, we're fair. He almost he gave it terrible. up. He almost gave it up. He looked terrible, and I like I like a big game, a big game from Mahomes, and t- he's gonna he's gonna take the t- title. He's gonna take that title for. We're gonna talk about that in a little bit. We're gonna mm-hmm. talk about it a little bit. Ooh. Okay, more. Who you got? I got Chiefs. I, it's Patrick Mahomes. Just like B said, I think he is the best player in the NFL. Haven't betted against him all year. If you take away that Raider game, they've won like twenty plus straight. Yeah. Like it's it's incredible. And I think too much high power. I think the Bucks defense is really good. I think they'll have a little bit of success at some times. Um, but I got Chiefs. I like the minus three as well. I got it thirty five thirty one Chiefs. Uh, I didn't do my score. I like uh, lower, a little bit of lower score. I like the under. Um, I'm gonna say 24-17. Oh, very under. See, I've I've been on Chiefs all year. They've been like I've been riding with them. Something about my gut betting against Brady in this game, like it's been wearing on me. I've been back and forth the last few days. I mean, especially you guys both taking the Chiefs makes me like. It's gosh, Chiefs, man. Hey, don't I'm, overthink it. Cody. I don't. Don't overthink it. I don't think it's one of those situations. So. I, I mean, it's it is it's, Brady. It is Brady. It's, it's not Mahomes. I'm mean, sorry, it's yeah. Mahomes. I'm wow. I'm going Chiefs, twenty-eight, twenty-four. Um, I think the Chiefs are peaking and they're going in the right direction. Yeah, um, the, the the best game of the year they played was against Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. They beat the shit out of the Bills. Yeah, they did, and I mean the the Bucks did look good last week, but I thought it or two weeks ago, but I thought it was more. Saying about what the Packers didn't do, then rather than what the Bucks did do, um, Tom scares me in these big games. But but I can't bet against the Chiefs and Patty Mahomes. Can't. So 
24, Kansas City. Um, so we all saying that the Chiefs win this game. Okay. What does this mean for Pat Mahomes' legacy if he wins this game? Is he now take over as the greatest quarterback of all time? It's it's a conver- it, no, but it's the conversation that in a year or two will be gone. Yeah. <laughs> like if he does this one more time after say he goes and beats Brady, they're going to talk about it. They're going to they're going to do the LeBron to Michael Jordan discussion. But in five years, it won't matter. And that's we'll, say, we'll say Patrick Mahomes in five years. That's what I want to bring up because this is literally like LeBron playing Jordan in the finals. And if LeBron were to beat him, it would be very – that's one thing they always say about LeBron, right? So, but now it's – Mahomes gets to go head up with Brady, who's older, but Brady's playing good football. And for Mahomes to have back-to-back titles, two Super Bowls under the age of 25. It's it, – yeah, it's, you're definitely – an MVP. And an MVP. And the touchdown record. And the touchdown record. Yeah. You're going to talk about it. Yeah. I. He's not the GOAT if he, win or loss. Right. Holmes is not the GOAT after this win. But, I mean, obviously. It's a fast track, it's, track to it. Of course, it's a fast track to it. Uh, absolutely. It's the fastest like, track. The fact that he's gone to two Super Bowls within three seasons of being a starting quarterback is incredible. That's absolutely incredible. He And, he, and honestly, like I said, even in the future, I don't even see myself betting against him just because of how talented and high-powered he is. You can bet against Tom Brady and the Bucks because he's just not going to overwhelm you with points. Mahomes can literally outscore you in a fucking... 38-3 like he did the Bills. In, like, a, in a fucking yeah. snowstorm, literally. Yeah. Like, he will out he will outdo anything. You'll blink you. and it's over. Yeah, so he's not the GOAT win or loss in this game, but it's inevitable, in my he, opinion. I think if he loses this game, there's no chance he can ever be the GOAT. No... If Brady wins another Super Bowl, yeah, no, there's I no way I, anyone catches his ass. I actually think that's a right. I agree with him. Th- there's no way anyone catches Brady if he wins another if fucking Super If Mahomes was Mahomes could go on and win the But then there will always be Mahomes lost to Brady, though. I don't know. And, and then that, Tom Brady yes. is seven. Different, honestly. Seven I, rings? Yeah. It's a absolute wrap. It's, it's a wrap. It's, well, it's the conversation's different because Brady, as of right now, is the greatest probably winner of all time. He's not the best talented No, no Aaron Rodgers still has that title. Probably, but I think Mahomes probably is more talented than Rodgers, too. Mahomes is, is, yeah. Mahomes and is Aaron, said Aaron Rodgers. Ro- yeah. Yeah. Mahomes is Aaron Rodgers if, no, no disrespect to the Packers, but if Rodgers was gifted Andy Reid, legit Tyreek Hill, Travis yeah. Kelsey, a Probably. good defense. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I think it's a different goat conversation. You know what I mean? And then if it just depends, I, I per, personally, I see Mahomes' trajectory going beyond just this game too, though. I, I, I mean, I do too. But I think if you can't lose to him, you can't I, like you can't lose to Brady. And, and, and then it's not losing better. a Super Bowl; it's giving Brady a seventh. So it's you, both. you think Mahomes has a lot of pressure in this game is what you're saying. It's the biggest game of Mahomes' life, no matter what. With, like, even if he goes and wins. Hey, no. <laughs> it is a Super Bowl. If he, go, he even goes, he goes and, and wins, wins five it. more. This will be this the will, biggest This one. is the biggest This one. is against Tom Brady the GOAT. Like, this is the biggest game of his life no matter what. Wow. It's Tom Brady. Like, he's never going to face Tom Brady again also, in the Super Bowl. One, one last year. side note. Bill, hey, Bill, Bill Belichick should go and slap himself in the face. I still think. Belichick was the engine behind the whole Patriots thing, but stop I, it. I did. But, it's over. Okay, here's nah, a good question for you. Over. Here's over. a good question: Who feels stupid, more stupid right now, going into the Super Bowl, Bill Belichick or the fucking Philadelphia Eagles front office for letting Andy Reid just fucking kick rocks after he was good 
with the Eagles. They are always constantly good. It's always the Eagles. No, the Eagles are way more stupid. More stupid than the Patriots are for Absolutely. You you gave up maybe the last two or one, depending, three max years of Brady's career. You got six rings out of them. Exactly. Eagles gave up Super Bowls. Multiple. Yeah. I mean, who knows if Andy Reid wins another but Super Bowl there, without Mahomes? But he's there every year. But he's year. doing it. But he was doing it with Donovan McNabb, who yeah. talent wise is not on the same. They league were good. As. I mean, he no, was... they were very good. Even with Mike Vick, they were really good with him there. Like, you know what I mean? And yeah. Mike Vick's not, you know, the elite, elite, elite quarterbacks of all time. He's very good. I liked watching Mike Vick, but he's not Patrick Mahomes. You know what I mean? But I also think Andy Reid was a big component of evaluating Patrick Mahomes and getting him into that organization too though. I agree. I think that's Alex Smith had the best year of his career and they go, Yeah, you're still going, buddy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which was crazy. They went to the playoffs and then they still said, Yeah, Smith, we're gonna move on yeah. from you. And trade he, you away. And it wasn't even like the normal check down Smith. Smith was throwing balls oh, that downfield. Game against the Colts in the playoffs. He was good, man. Against he went toe to toe with luck and yeah. beat him. I mean I, I think yeah, I think I think you're right on that. So I think Andy Reid's legacy is going to be fulfilled with this game. I I don't know. Maybe I'm alone in this, and I used to really like him, but now I'm not on him anymore. It's Bruce Arians. I used to be a Bruce like Arians him. fan. I don't like him at all, and I'm I don't like him anymore. I just some of his stuff he's been saying. But a lot of people are saying that that's like been motivating Brady throughout the season, though. But I mean, I not know. even that stuff. Like calling Brady know. out, but like he came out the other day and said like they asked him if he's going to retire mm-hmm. after the season. He's like, no, I'm going to go for two. Like whoa! Like you just get one first. Like I'm gonna you don't go have for a, two. He's, he's just being that. Guy. You don't have. Yeah, one. but he's you got you got gifted Tom Brady. Like fucking relax. Bro. Yeah, like yeah. Last year they were terrible. I don't. <laughs> I don't like terrible. that. I don't like that. Yeah. But I, I love Andrew Reid. I don't know how you don't like Andrew. No, Reed, you have so. to. But regardless, that's our Super Bowl preview. That's our last football talk of the year, boys. So anything else to say about it? Like last. I mean, shoot. Last things to say. I'm still really sad. I mean, that's over, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. my team. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, that's Fuck. It. I mean, for those of you who don't this know. This would be so fun talking about Aaron Rodgers in the I second know. Super Bowl against, against Mahomes. Mahomes. State Farm, dude. I know, State Farm Bowl. Either one. I mean, we still got we still got Brady Mahomes, but Rodgers Mahomes, too. I get I it. Know. Talent, yeah. talent, talent. I mean, good God. I mean, this will be our last football talk. We're going to actually take a break after this podcast. But we're uh, draft. We're going to take a few months off. We'll come back for the NFL draft. Um, but, yeah, this is our last episode for a few months. Um we want to thank all our listeners for riding us with us with the bets. We want to thank for our picks. You know, before we get into some other stuff on the episode, but NFL wise, football wise, you guys have been rocking with us and we've made you some money. So I should be thanking us, but the other time when we have and, it. And thank uh thank Bearcat Nation. Bearcat Nation. Cincinnati. So, <laughs> so football we are done not, with. Not Bengals, Bearcats. No, Bengals too. <laughs> so um moving on. We have movie review we haven't done in a long time, but it's yeah. actually going to be a series review. Mm-hmm. So, Kmore, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, we took a took a long time off. We've had sports dominate our lives, fellas, which, yeah. which, which is, is a good thing. We, we didn't think we'd get here. We got submerged, but the film doctor is back. We're going to talk a little bit about Marvel and um, WandaVision, which is the new Marvel series that's on Disney+. Plus. Um, background on Marvel, why don't we go around the room Blaine, why don't you tell us a little about your Marvel background, what got you into Marvel, and um, where you're at today. Marvel is – I started early. I was pretty early in the game. Um, I've, I've been there since – you know, if we're talking strictly movies, I've been there since uh, Iron Man. Mm-hmm. But even before that, like I was a big X-Men kid growing yeah. up, 
um, and a huge, huge Spider-Man fan. Right. Um, but I, I've I've been there since the beginning. Iron Man One was probably a goat movie. Yeah. Honestly. Classic. And, it, and the way they built up, it's it's been huge for us. Mm-hmm. And it's oh, something yeah. we bond over big time. Uh, if people don't know that, we're as big Marvel fans we are football. Um, yeah. So probably. I, yeah. So I but I've been on that you game. Spi- Spider Man, Wolverine. When I'm a kid, that was I yeah. mean, and Batman. But we're not talking about the no. shitty DC. But those. Those I started early. Marvel runs deep in your blood. Oh yeah. All right. See why? You kind of Marvel was, a little late. I was late. I was really late. I was like right prob- before Infinity War. Uh, was yeah. it Infinity War? I think you were right before Infinity War because we went to go see that. I think no, it was. And uh, you like bin- and you like binged all of them. I binged all of them at once. So what happened was is I knew, I knew B was into it, and I knew mm-hmm. Brandon was B Raymond was into it. I didn't know so much you were as into it as you were. Right. Um. And I had some time off of work, you know, before I was married, before I kid, I had some time. <laughs> so I was like, what am I going to do? I'll binge all the Marvel movies. And it was before. Because I think it was before Infinity War because that was like the big one. You were like, I want to yeah. watch it before the Yeah, Infinity yeah, you're right. You're right. Yes. That was what it was. You're right. So uh, I binged all of Infinity War. So I went in there like fresh. Like, yeah. Watched everything. Knowing everything. Dialed in. And then from there. That was, I mean, that was impressive too. From there, we haven't missed a movie. We, watch, we go to the movie theaters and watch them all together. Yeah. yeah. We make it a day like it's. It sounds nerdy as yeah. shit, but it's. Well, we are. So yeah, see what I got late. Absolute I, nerds. I'm not. Yeah, I wasn't like comic book or anything like that. But I, I, I'm a huge movie guy. Obviously, I watched all the Tobey Maguire's. You know, Hugh Jackman, X Men. Um, but I've been on Marvel. I remember I watched um, Iron Man one in either early high school or middle school. Robert Downey Jr. just fired me up. I thought Dude. that was a phenomenal movie. It was a great way to kick off Marvel, and that was like the first cutaway scene. And I don't even remember why I stayed. But I remember, I remember the Samuel Jackson cutaway scene, and like you could tell something was building. Like yeah. it was like right when cutaway scenes were starting, and you saw Samuel Jackson, you're like, oh shit, like this is gonna get crazy. No, they, I think I watched that and I was like, who the who the fuck is that? Right. And, and so I googled it. I'm well, like, that's Nick Fury. Build. I'm like, yeah. dude, I've seen some comics with that dude. He, well, movies didn't really build like that back then. Yeah. They tried, you know what I mean? Like X Men had you know a couple good ones, but they didn't like. They haven't gone onto the path that Marvel has, obviously. Yeah. But um, more background on us, like like CY said, I mean, since like CY got on the train and I moved back from college is kind of when we all started hanging out pretty strictly about Marvel. And we, we've gone like Infinity War, Spider-Man Far From Home, Endgame together, Captain Marvel, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Black and, like, Panther. Black Panther. Yeah, we've yeah. done all of those. And again, we like we draft <laughs> we draft characters before in, uh, Avengers movies, do who's point gonna systems. Die, yeah. Who's going to die? Who's going to kill somebody? The same shit that we do for of Bachelor course. and Fantasy. We make it a night where we get happy hour. Happy we get hour, drinks, yeah. We go watch the, whatever's coming out. How, I was, dude, how I was a little shit based on that uh, uh, Ant Man and Wasp. Yeah, we, we all were. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we, had, we pushed back our movie time three yeah. times <laughs> because we kept drinking at the bar. But we, I mean, how many. Uh, I mean, how many theories did we come up for oh, Endgame? A million. A like, million. the Endgame hype that we, we were going through was we insane. We talked so much about Endgame that I was damn near close to the first 30 minutes of that movie. Yeah. The amount of <laughs> theories we worked, dude, there wasn't a theory that we weren't going to hit on. I know. It literally it was stupid. They, but we we ended up doing the midnight premiere for Endgame. That was a night. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about WandaVision. Yeah. A um, little backstory of WandaVision. It's, the. I mean... We don't really know what WandaVision well, is. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, you have to be... The thing about the new Disney Plus and what Marvel, I think, is going toward is you obviously have to be 
involved in the Marvel Universe to understand right. it. Right. So you have yeah. to know who Vision is first off. You have to know who Vision is. You have to know Created who, in Ultron. obviously Scarlet Witch is. Scarlet you know Witch. I mean? You have to kind Ultron of be on top of it. You know, so, know who Ultron is. Yeah. Like. So really what we get into on the first two episodes is Wanda and Vision move into just like a town. Yeah. And I think a lot of our viewers are watching this like, okay, it's also in the 1950s, which is strange. It's black and white. It's a sitcom it's setting because there's laughter. Yes. So, like a, I setting. love Lucy type I love setting. Lucy. Right. That's exactly the And it was vibe. advancing. It started advancing. Yeah. But it didn't at first. You're like, what do we... I mean, slowly it started advancing, mm-hmm. but you don't notice it. Well, each I think, episode's kind yes. of like a decade. So episode yeah. one seems like 50s. Episode two kind of has like a Brady Bunch feel yeah. slash yeah. I Dream a Genie, which is also like a 60s, 70s thing. I think the intro is Bewitched or yep. something like right, that. So right. they've got different intros and different things that they go into. Um, so episode first two episodes are very like Wanda and Vision strict and like kind of learning about the town. There's some weird things that come up. You know, the little drone, um, the guy coming out of the portholes at the end of episode B-guy. two. Oh, the radio scene the Wanda radio. is doing this to you. So you have, like, these little nuances. But for the most part, it's, like, Wanda, Vision just kind of living their life, which is, you know, we're just kind of trying to figure out, okay. Yeah, the whole time normal, you're like, what but are we like, watching? What is going on? You're just yeah, like, no, you watch the first two episodes, you're like, what is this? Yeah. yeah. But honestly, personally, as a viewer and just, like, a fan of Marvel, what it is, I was really just kind of like, I'm just trying to figure things out as I'm watching. Like, yeah. I'm just like, yeah. okay, I loved it. I'm, just, I'm focusing, like, okay, it's entertaining, like, the little, you know, magic show. It's entertaining. and But they're giving you, like, these little Easter eggs. Like, we didn't talk about it, but, like, the Hydra commercials. Yeah, hy- like the hydra soap. Ooh, it was hydra yeah. soap. Yeah. Hydra soap, like these little, like little things that are getting prodded at us, and we're like, okay, what is really going on? The radio call. I actually thought that was Cap for a second. Like, I didn't know if it was like a night because remember he tra- time traveled. I had a ton of theories, obviously, but first two episodes is just kind of pure enjoyment. We get into episode three, we get a little bit more. We get so we get some more info. Obviously, um, it's now in color. Wanda and Vision now have children. You know, it's, you you obviously know it's in the seventies. Yes, mm-hmm. because you see that jump because the color. Mm-hmm. You get a big. Their hairstyles are obviously a big factor of it, and yeah. kind of the house decor. Yes, the house yeah. I think is a big one too. But and then we um, we see kind of like the timeline speeding up on like how fast she has a kid. So I think that has yeah. to do with how fast the decades are flowing too. Mm-hmm. She has a kid within a day, but then also we get introduced to that new character, Geraldine, who. Obviously, um, Wanda does not, uh, have some beef with at the end of it. Well, because she mentions uh, an Ultron. Ultron. She, she mentions Ultron, Ultron and her son, or she has Wanda Visions, excuse me, or Scarlet Witch's brother, Pedro, yes. who died in yeah. Ultron. Because it came up when they go twins, and she goes, I'm a twin. Yeah. She was my, or yeah, my yeah. brother was. My brother was, was named Pedro. Was named Pedro. And, and she, all of a sudden she has an accent. Yeah. And he, yeah. <laughs> and so she's like, oh, Ultron. Like yeah. she says, like, and he's like, and he's like, what'd you say? And that's when like you shit really got real for the first time. Yeah, yeah. like that well, was when it was like, whoa. She she basically, like, I I don't know. We'll, we'll get we'll kind of get into the theory, mm-hmm. but like Scarlet was like, what do you mean? Like, why you, why you? why yeah, who are you? What? Why did you say that? Mm-hmm. And it it gives you that feel and and towards the episode the end of episode four where we're at at Disney Plus. So what is what is Scarlet Witch doing? And then also, what is she doing? In all in episode three, you have those neighbors and they're talking, mm-hmm. and they won't tell right. Vision what the and hell why they don't like Geraldine. And, you know, yeah. And through episode two and three, you kind of see Vision start to, especially when the guy came out the uh, sewer. You get right. Vision like, hey, something's wrong. Boom, snap, and it just 
Yeah. It reverses like it never happened. Yeah. And we're like, all right, that's I I was sitting there, I was like, all right, what's she doing? Yeah, that's I want to get into vision later, but obviously we so, see Wanda. Four. Yeah, we see Wanda, she freaks out about the whole like, what do you mean, Ultron? What yeah. the fuck are you talking about? So episode four, we get one of the best like opening scenes that for like a Marvel fan. Dude. Because I think you and I had a conversation oh, before yeah. or someone and I did, and it was like, how sick would it be to like talk about like the snapping, where they went, yep. or something like that. But they showed the snap to come back. Yeah. So basically, well, obviously, blip. yeah, the, yeah the, they call it the blip. So whoever was blipped in Infinity War, they showed them returning, and Geraldine, the, Geraldine wakes in up in the hospital where her mom used to be. And that scene to me, I'm getting chills thinking about it. But that was so like Marvel, like fuck, that's awesome. That that was true, like Marvel, um, and I, like, it brought it back to like the movies and like. But even in Avengers, that episode, everything. When, so like I mean she goes to the company is called the Sword. Sword, yes. So it's kind of like the new shield and whatever, but regardless, it's Sword. It's been there. I know, but it's like it's, it's, they're making it like Shield. Yeah, no, it's like the Shield for what I what honestly what I got from is it, like the Shield that dealt with extraterrestrial type space. Yes. So yeah. see why I'll go ahead and me and B talked about this. I talked yeah. to B about it. B texted me after you watched, and I said, B, did you catch? Like the Easter egg of who she is, of who she really is. I don't know if you caught it, CY. Do you know what I'm talking about? The, the Geraldine, no. the girl, the sword agent that goes into Westview, this town okay. of Wanda. Dude, it's it's so, big. It's, it's big, big time. So <laughs> it's huge. Listeners, obviously, you have to watch it because we've given away plenty of spoilers. But this is a big one. She is. You you walk into Sword and she looks on to one of the like panels of who the old director is or president or whoever the company Sword is. The girl, mom, Gerald, right? and it's her mom. Her mom is, they keep referencing Wait, hold on, her let me mom. Guess. Let me guess. Okay. Is it Captain Marvel's uh, best friend? Yes. Okay. But it's the best friend's daughter. The best. Yes. Oh, she her, oh okay. Daughter. She's the yeah, little that's girl. Right, she's, yes. Okay. That makes sense. She's the little girl. Okay. Now that you're saying that, now that it make, that makes right, sense. Right. And they keep referencing the mom and all of that. Uh, yes. So okay. that's where we're at. Okay. CY. Okay. I, that makes, that makes sense. That good, makes right? Sense. Good. That's, that's good. That's what Marvel's doing. That's what, and then. The little subtleties that I really Rambo. enjoyed. About, what I liked yeah, about this Rambo. episode is um, the FBI agent. Love him. Love him. Yeah. Love him. And Big he fan. was a former. He was former Shield. Ant Man. Then he was FBI and Ant Man. Funny part about that too is actually I watched Ant Man and Wasp recently, and he's in it, and he's like into like card tricks and. Uh, like magicians and yeah. shit like that and then when he shows her a card when he, he does a little her, he like yeah. flicks that his, hand. his FBI badge so, it was great like and then um, Darcy homegirl from Thor yep. yeah Darcy homegirl from Thor hey yeah. which hey shout out to her um, she's a doctor now yeah, yeah that was cool that's a cool like, little tidbit. I love that it was a little like yeah I'm, well they talk about her like in the school assistant. in mm-hmm. the end of uh, Thor 2 yes yeah they talk about that so I love that they put both them in there that's like the little subtleties of Marvel too for and, me. Oh yeah, and then Rambo—that's awesome. The so, Rambo—I awesome. didn't even catch that. And now she's yeah. she came back from the blimp and basically had to inherit Sword because yeah. her mom is no longer yeah. with her, and her mom was the director or whatever. Yeah. So there's a lot to lock on, uh, lock uncover. On. But then we get to East. So, uh, so episode four is basically the same timeline as yeah. well as episode three. We're just no, it's all of them. Remember it's all of them. Oh, yeah. It's all they of show them. They show well, it's episodes. showing like the previous episodes, but like the ending is still the end of episode three. Yeah. It you ends on the so same it's time. Not like yes, a... exactly. But we see some things that we learn as Darcy is watching the, the sitcom, you could say, of WandaVision. She notices that she, they're watching scenes 
and then they're cutting them. They're cutting scenes out. And yeah, like she doesn't. Get, and yeah, she's she not seeing see what we saw earlier about the guy coming out of the porthole or um, the whole the Ultron scene, the radio scene. You know, what I mean, they didn't even see that. They thought that was unsuccessful, but she actually right. did see that stuff. So, do you notice their board when when they're they're ma- taking yes. notes? They're, they're yeah. going through their board. It just makes me like I have this, just this so, feeling that we're gonna they're gonna make. Here's my theory. I'm gonna say it. Go. I'm gonna go after it. They're gonna make us think this is Wanda, okay. which it sure damn looks like it. Yeah. Right. There's something bigger at play here. I I definitely I'm with you on that because I definitely think the director of Sword, the new guy mm-hmm. that she's been talking to, he's I'm not I'm not in on him as not being a suspect in my mind right now. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm actually I don't know. Typically, that huh. character can become a bad guy very quickly. Interesting. Something to but do with Rambo coming back. I don't know. But they didn't make this a huge operation until Rambo was very missing. True. Very true. Right? But here's another thing that they mentioned that I'm kind of on, too, is they said that this was a missing persons in Westview. And then I noticed it's when... the entire town, correct? Right. And then they said it's the entire town. But then also, when they were going through the people they were showing, they showed, like... Um, a couple of the people they're going through, the, his boss and his wife, right, yeah. um, the head of the you know talent show, that right. blonde lady hit her husband. They never showed her neighbor, who is a very like oh, important character. Ooh. So I don't know if she's specifically, potentially the first person they were looking for initially. Okay. Which I'm kind of on that right now. Oh. Maybe. I don't know. I could be off. Because As- she's also very much, in the episode one, she's also very much around Wanda, continues to show up at her door. And she was the one that was like, hey... Stop like little her, things. Her yes. and her husband. Remember, we're like, they yeah. don't tell Vision. Yes, she's om- she's orchestrating some things. She, I can tell she's going to be important. I have a feeling she's going to be important. Yes, um, she's also one of the bigger actresses. The, there are the too, key actually. to this, and it's you know, obviously we're going to finish the series, and then there's another series, and there's movies and upcoming Marvel, and yeah. the key to this though is Scarlet Witch confirmed main character in Doctor Strange. Oh yeah. Um, and one of the nippets that they gave out to Doctor Strange, I think it's called, what is the, um, I gotta get that title. It's a great title. It's a, the the multiverse of madness. Yes. Multiverse of madness. Um, one of the things they say is WandaVision, Mm -hmm. then Loki, the TV series on Disney plus will lead and have a huge impact in this Doctor Strange movie. Probably. Wow. I can see that. I can see that, too. And, yeah. I, and, and I love that because it, it changes the theory. A li- it changed my theory a little bit mm-hmm. because you you know Marvel. You never get it right. 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 You could, we could sit here and talk about it all day. We could go hours. This we podcast can... could go literally 24 hours talking about theories. We'll yeah. never get it right. Right. But a huge theory I have is – in these three settings, these two two television series plus a movie, mm-hmm. maybe add like the internals into that. Yeah. In within these f- four movies, I think the the main villain we're going to be introduced to is going to be responsible. Oof. Oh, okay. Well, wow, so you I, think the, you think this is going to play a big factor? I think I, I think it's a huge factor. I think it's bigger than we think, and it's because we watched this fucking sitcom for two episodes with little hints, and mm-hmm. then we have a banger of episode four. Yeah, going right into the I love aftermath how of yeah. I love how intentional it was, and how like the first two are definitely slower played. And we skipped over what I thought was the best scene of this whole episode. What's that? Is when they show Dead Vision. 
so I wanted to talk about vision. That took my, that took like my breath away yeah, when they showed. That was tough. She's looking at it. Head. It was a little whew. just stone out of his forehead. Stone that was like forehead. concaved forehead. I was from, like, from oh Thanos my fingers. So, god! And I, Jesus, I think, and this is where you could go back. I mean, God, I have so much to say, and and you know what I mean. But this is where you could go back and and definitely think Wanda's and her power mental breakdown type thing, right? Right. Where some reality hit her, and then you know she she sees vision like which dead is as strange. Fuck. Honestly, I want to hit on that because at the end of Endgame, she seemed like she was at peace, right? Like she's mm-hmm. having that conversation yeah. with the Hawkeye about Black Widow, Vision passing yeah. on, right. and she seemed like she's at peace. So how are we where we are at now? Which is why I almost think something yeah. bigger is happening. That's why yeah. I think something's bigger. That scene right there, especially the end of Endgame. Also, yeah. there's just something like about like all right so you remember the end of civil war like there was avengers and superheroes on the absolute shit list of you know the united states yeah. government the world scarlet witch being on the bad the end one, the bad end of that list, yeah. um because she had that um incident yes where she blew up that building yeah if this is her say it is this is her kind of kidnapping a town Kidnapping people, creating this is not gonna go well for as far as like the you know the relationship between having the superheroes and like a, maybe a new Avenger squad that we might end up getting. Yeah. I don't it's think like, it's more so like my I mean the theory like it's not really like a big theory, but to me it just looks like she's escaping reality by portraying this new false reality that's all fine and dandy. And what I kind of got out of it. My initial thought was why the timeline was switching so fast mm-hmm. from the 50s, 60s, to 70s mm-hmm. was she was trying to figure out what timeline they work best in as a couple or they fit in best in. But I don't know if that's true because it just keeps going so fast that there's there's a reason for the timeline. So you think, we don't you think we're going to see like teenage kids? Like, like, no, I don't know a teenage. I think you think from now on, like it's slowing but I, I think know. they're, they're going to settle into a, a decade that fits them. I as think a the kids will stay as kids throughout the show, okay. even regardless of decade. I think so too. Yeah. I, I Is think there so too. any theory that Scarlet Witch was pregnant in like so in, in, in the, the Infinity thing. War slash Endgame? Because why are we having this? You know yeah, what I mean? It's the weird thing. Is because we all yeah. have watched the movies. Vision. We saw Stone get ripped out of his face. Thanos ripped a stone out of he's, his face. He's like, and they even said it. Darcy dead. said, like, he's dead, dead. Yeah, he's like, dead. So ha- he's somewhat conscious, though. Can he even get her pregnant? I don't know. He's he's, a, <laughs> he's a, literally an infinity stone made of vibranium. So I don't know. But elite babies. Elite, that's true. But so, but like, is she controlling him and his, con- like, he's, he's conscious. Like, he's got, he's moving, he's doing things, he's talking to people, he's communicating. I mean, maybe. But then, but he's starting to ha- he start to kind of like, hey, something. But that's what wrong. I'm saying is he's he's very aware of the situation. So that's what so I don't dead know what's happening. Dead? Yeah, that he's like my biggest question mark right now. He's dead. He's dead as fuck. This is all false reality. But is from, she like? But is, is his she, body there? <laughs> no. Is she doing this? So she's doing this. She's doing everything. She's, she's talking doing. to nobody. Is there gonna be a? Are reason? the babies real? See, I don't know about that. See, I think they are. Whoa! I think they are, and I and I think Vision is also real. I don't think Vision because real. I think well, somewhat spoiler. Like I've seen from comics and other things that 
Vision does, like when they talked about Infinity War, that there is a part of Vision that is not just the Infinity Stone. They've talked about that before in Infinity War. Yeah, but his skull was ripped out from this. The skull was 100% ripped out. I get that. (laughs) But the comic books also have moments of Vision without the Infinity Stone and being a person. They tried to do that. I think that's a potential. And I think the kids are real because they do have kids in comic books too. I mean, there's a lot of explanation. Well, there's a lot to dig in. We can't get into every in. theory, right? But yeah. all in all, like, the show got me hooked with the end of three and, and four. Yeah. What's, four what are amazing. you looking forward to most beyond WandaVision? We got, you know, we have uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon. We've got Loki. We've got we the Eternals. Doctor Strange, Eternals, the Shanghai movie. We also have Spider- Black Widow, Spider-Man, Spider-Man 3. Uh, like Thor, yeah, Thor. Thor, Love and Thunder. Guardians, what are you guys looking Guardians forward to most? Three. Um... I think B, did you, is Doctor Strange yours? It's got to be. Yeah. Just because it telling you, like, hey, you have to watch these shows on Disney Plus. To get it. Also, to get it. A, a note made in this movie, um, obviously everything got delayed a little bit, so yeah. we're, we're a little bit behind. But a note made in this movie is, like, Marvel's first, like, scary movie. I'm like, what the hell does that even mean? <laughs> yeah. And so it's it it's might be, be dark. dark. Yeah. And I I kind of love that because Doctor was gonna be really dark. It's still somewhat light. It was, it was a little light. Infinity War was dark as hell. Dark as fuck. <laughs> half the half the uh, universe yeah. just got snapped. So Doctor Strange for you. Doctor Strange for me because yeah. it says literally in the title multiverse. Yeah, I love that. Um, and Scarlet Witch, a big time Avenger power. Uh, she's not has her own movies, but a big time Avenger character. Is in a solo Doctor Strange movie. Anytime we, you go and do that, there's, it's gonna be big. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I, I think Loki's gonna be in it too. Oof. We, I think we somehow forget, even though we talk about it somewhat frequently, is how powerful Scarlet Witch really is. Like I she know. did take on Thanos one on one in Endgame, and damn near almost beat him. Yeah. Like she, she is incredibly. She powerful. damn near did. Yeah. See why? What are you looking forward to most? Doctor Strange number one, but if I'll, I'll pick a different one just for the sake of the choice mm-hmm. purposes. Um, the Shanghai. Oh, okay. I think that one looks really good. Like, yeah, yeah. that's going to be like a whole nother aspect that we haven't seen yet out of yeah. the Marvel side. Well, it, we we got it teased in Iron Man, right? With the the ten rings. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I do like that. I like that yeah. pick because yeah. it's exciting. It will give us a new character on top of an old villain, right? With mm-hmm. more information on on them as well. I know, mm-hmm. K. Moore, you're all about who either Thunder. Thor with the, or or, with, or the Guardians. Guardians. Yeah. So, from what I've seen from, I'm gonna I'm just gonna say it, it's Thor: Love and Thunder right now. Um, Christian Bale. Christian Bale, Sweet. one of my favorite actors. He's he's playing. He's a voice, so he's not actually acting, which is unfortunate. But um, but he's the main like he's villain. the he's the villain, yeah. which I love. But obviously, I love Thor. Um, it's the same writer that did Ragnarok. Uh, Taka Watiti. He's hilarious. He's done a lot of different things. Um, Deadly Shadows. Um, Jojo Rabbit. So I really like him. And I also like um, the fact that the Guardians that we've already confirmed they're on set in Australia filming things. That's sweet. I love that's just so the idea sweet. of where that's going. And I love the chemistry between uh, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pratt, how um, we ended, you know, Guardians with Thor, kind of that whole mashup mm-hmm. with Infinity War and Endgame. So I'm extremely excited to see where that goes because I think that because that's going to play out a lot because we're it also going to see Natalie Portman become. Uh, female Thor, yeah, and then we're also gonna and, potentially. Yeah. I mean, are we gonna find out about what's going on with Gamora in the in, in the Guardians? I think so, I think I we'll get maybe some snippet of that, and 
um, where also, you know, Valkyrie, Valkyrie mm-hmm. is. In, She's supposed to be, you know, taking over for the, the Asgardians. Yeah, basically the queen or king yeah. or whatever, however you want to say it. Also, I, it's a Thor movie. We're going to see Loki. Yeah, you got to. We're going to see Loki. And, and that's what we haven't even said, which so the Loki series, the Loki series, I will ex- extremely will explain that, why Loki's, he'll be in these movies. That's next, right? Loki's right after one. Yes. And, so, then, and then Falcon. How many episodes do we have for one division? I do we have it confirmed? Uh, it's like I 12, know. I think. It's a little longer because the yeah. episodes are shorter, shorter, but then I think Loki is like 10 Lo- and they're 45 minutes long. Okay. Something yeah, like that. And then uh, Falcon, a Winter Soldier, is six, one, uh, six, one, one hour, hour episodes. Each. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, so yeah. it's going to be good. But Loki, just a real snippet, they said it go, it'll start directly after he disappears in it. Oh, game. wow. Okay. Uh, okay. So you got you to think about that timeline when he disappears. It's actually Avengers 1. So he's, they're saying time travel is is a big part <laughs> of, of that TV series, a huge part. It's time travel, yeah. and it'll explain it's why Loki will be around. And uh, why the timeline isn't ruined with him leaving. Because as we saw in Infinity War, he's, he should be dead. I so, mm-hmm. But it feels good to talk about Marvel. That's oh, the movie God. review for Marvel. We're going to get into it. I mean, we're going to take a little break. So we'll do some IGTVs um, yep. after every episode with the, with the Marvel WandaVisions and then obviously with Loki's. Uh, we'll probably be back on air by then, but uh, movie boo with the film doctor and the Marvel nerds over here. So um, tune yeah. in, give us some feedback, let us know our, your theories and thoughts. Um, and then once again, guys, thank you for season one of TD Podcasts coming to an end. Um, been an absolute great season. Started with the beginning of football all the way through now. Uh, we've had everything in between. We've had uh, World Series champions. We've had um, former NFL players, you name it, UFC stars. Um, it's been a great season. It's been a fun ride getting us through this pandemic. Um, you haven't heard The Last of Us. We'll be back for episode, or for season two uh, with the NFL draft. But thank you guys again for listening, for purchasing merch. Um, and thanks for riding with us. We're out.